given how much smaller it is than Qualcomm and other competitors and Samsung and everyone else, they've done remarkably well with very little resource. That's what always impresses me. That's true innovation. Yeah. To be competitive with half the resources. That's why Apple's not an impressive company to me. They're not doing anything wildly impressive for the amount of money they're spending. They just, you know, what they're achieving is completely in line with the money they're spending. It's not innovative, you know. If you spent that much money, you'd have the same number of innovations. Because they're not making things cheaper? No, because they're not making things exponentially better for the amount of money they're spending on it. Okay, 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 mm. okay. I feel you, and that's a good way that's to start. That's why they're not innovating, see. Mm. That is the good way to start right. the 69th episode of the Overclock underscore. I still like Overclock underscore ZA. Uh, okay. But that is not what we're we are anymore. Smaller. We are just Overclock ZA. We've all had the vowels identity crisis along the way. No but spaces. We're maturing now. <laughs> we're much more sure of who we really are. <laughs> That's okay. who we are. I'm Lindsay Shooters, Sharpshooters on the internet. That opinion guy, no, that opinion guy on the internet, Sharpshooters on social media. He's um, having an identity crisis, you see, not I'm overflow. actually wondering if I should merge the two <laughs> social media. Um, Sharpshooters is just really good. Yes, and it's got all the following that the, the PRs yeah. so need. They're, that's how they recognize you. <laughs> Who's this opinion guy? Everyone's got an opinion of like assholes, you know. <laughs> um, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and good friend Gavin Dudley, the editor of Tech Magazine. Hello. That's the largest consumer technology magazine on shelf. Mm. And you can, it's Foshini publication, so if you're a Foshini account holder, you can get it mailed to you. Yes, you, yeah, you subscribe and it just gets mailed directly to your door. They are a limited number of outlets where you can buy it off the shelf. Unfortunately, it's really hard to get that whole equation right. So your best bet is to just sign up and subscribe. Or get things for free on the website, which is Tech Magazine. No, no, sh don't say that. No. <laughs> Worse still, you can enter all the competitions on the website and, and never have to read the magazine. No, but neither here nor there. I mean, we the whole idea is we think if we can pull you in, you'll stay with us. And um, I'll have you know that even in this tough economic climate, our subscriptions have gone up. But that's, that's enough shop talk, <laughs> Moving Look, on. It's a tough Swiftly. economic climate. That, that takes some doing, let Talking me tell you. about tough economic yeah, times, yeah, news quite. just Ugh. broke last night. Telcom sent out the notice to all the unions mm. um, that they're going to be cutting down something like 20% of their workforce yeah. because they're moving out of the copper wire game, yep. copper cable game. Yeah. This is, this is crazy. Obviously, there's a lot of knee jerks out right now there's a lot of people the news is just breaking the unions are planning well they trying to plan coordinated action um, class action but this is the way of the future they're investing in cheaper better technology yeah I mean if, if you've tried to get a phone anytime in the last year or two yeah a, a landline phone like yes a landline phone, phone good old telephone good old <laughs> telephone telecom line. that's the word they, I forgot the word yeah telephone. telephone yeah yeah as opposed to mobile a telephone um, if you try to get a telephone in the last year or two Charles are they may have refused to sell it to you they want you to take what's now called an LTE VoIP line LTE as you know is like fast cellular data access yes. and VoIP is when they use a voice service over the data service so it's a completely cordless phone it works more or less like a cell phone except that you use it in your house yeah. you know like a landline phone but it's completely cordless so they probably tried to sell you one of those I know they've been trying to sell um, I'm still waiting uh, for Lindsay one of these they, yeah. they, they said that they're going to upgrade our line to a LTE line yeah. and that was in October mm. so I mean the big picture <laughs> I'm, I'm still is, waiting for the for the for the um, technicians to arrive with our new modem the, the big picture is you've got to understand the rate of cable theft copper cable theft around South Africa how impossible it is 
to guard against and how much money is lost through cable theft. It is absolutely astronomical. And so that is pushing telecom to move away from copper lines in the ground and move everything into a wireless situation. Much easier to maintain, much lower costs, much yeah. more coverage, all these things. This is why telecom is moving its entire base of operations to a cordless system. And that, that's a capex, um, a capital expenditure on their part to yeah. invest in LTE, 5G, fiber, I mean, all those yeah. sorts of things. It'll be so much less and than all the copper they're losing yeah. in the ground. And yeah. they have to shift those resources into that expenditure, like infrastructure spend, and that means cutting down on jobs and pulling out of one specific area. And it's sad, like, it's, it's really actually terrible that, that that has to happen and people have to lose their jobs. But this is technology moves forward yeah. and we can't... I and mean, talking about technology moving forward, Kevin, mm. also last week, Dion Wired, oh Massmart put out a notice that mm. they'll be shutting down, I think it's 65 of the Dion Wired stores, or well, 65 all of them. combined. All of them, effectively. All of them. All of them yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. they were going to keep like one or two high type of Oh, stores. I don't know. If they're going to keep one or two, that's neither here nor there. So again, the big picture here is a Massmart. Massmart group includes incredible connection? No, no, it doesn't include game, game, Dion Wired, Macro, and Macro. And These are the big three. Then One or two like others. a big um, yeah. other cash and carry retailers. Not, I forget them right now. Bull, the Jumbo's Warehouse. Yes, no, they have yeah, Boulders. Okay, Boulders Warehouse. Yeah. They have Boulders, so, and then they have Jumbo. Yeah, so this is like a mega group of retail, of which Dion Wired was kind of the elite electronics version. Yeah. And the Massmart group was heavily bought into by Walmart, who is probably the biggest retailer yes. on the planet. Everyone's heard of Walmart from America. Right, so Walmart buys into Massmart, kicks Massmart's ass into gear, so it must run leaner, more efficient, whatever. Yeah. Dion Wired, one of the subsidiaries of Massmart, is now unfortunately being unable to turn itself around over yeah. time, and the price now is they're being shut down. I think what they're seeing is it's as much easier to sell cheap TVs out of macro, out of game, and online. And online, oh, I don't know how many people think, are buying these I think online. a lot of the, the high-end stuff, people are going direct to, to supply because a lot of the manufacturers are opening up brand stores. You think? Um, okay. If not mm. that, then they're buying it online I mean, at I outlets mean, like take so and that sort of thing. What confuses me now is if you want to buy a 35,000 Rand TV, because yeah. that's the sort of market you're shopping yeah. in, 25,000, let's say 25,000 Rand TV. What are you going to do? Because that's not really your macro market. That's not really your game market. Yeah, it is they, your they macro might, market. They might have a 35,000 Rand TV, but I can assure you they'll only have one in stock and the salesperson won't know anything about it. No, but the it. important thing, the important thing is so, floor space. Well, okay, so my, my point is, if you're trying to buy a high-end TV, what are your options now? Your options are you have to go to a Mürbelieg, a yeah. furniture store, Tafelberg Furnitures, Hersh's, this kind of thing, which is not a bad thing. It just means that the, the one top-end retailer for that kind of product disappeared overnight. Interesting. Yeah. But for, for me, it's more, mm. it comes down to like MassMart and just the, how they're controlling the floor space. So the game, game stores move a lot of foot traffic through them mm -hmm. and they have high, they have like, they're spending a lot of money. They have like a full corner. Um, yeah, sure, shop at, sure. At Canal Walk, yeah, uh, they, they but I mean, big places. But they sell everything from toilet paper to clothes to yeah. TVs, right? So yeah. now then you have Macro, which they own the sites that they put down the right. stores on. because so they're normally sort of standalone, kind of yeah. warehouse-shaped buildings, yeah. yeah. So if you have those two outlets and you pretty much own the ground that they so stand game on. So Game can be in the traditional retail space yeah. mall and so on, yes. right? And Macro will be standalone yeah. in outlying suburbs. So yeah. then mm -hmm. why do you need to still pay a lease on a Dion Wyatt store? Mm -hmm. And then you need to have, you can't have it like a little BT Games, little 
a little kiosk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a, you got to have. I yeah, mean, you, you need footprint because the 35,000, like a 60, a 72 inch TV yeah, takes I mean, up. That's, that's the point. I mean, at any one time, <laughs> Dylan Wyatt would have probably 40 TV models on yeah. display, which is like absurd. I mean, yeah. But that's, I guess, what people are looking for. And then they just re—they redid their macro online portal, mm. the e-commerce thing last year. Okay. I know over December, especially the Black Friday things, there's still people right now that I know who I yeah. know are still waiting for deliveries from macro. Mm. And macro are just okay. mum now, on now that Now, TVs thing. are one thing, okay, but let's consider fridges, for example. Yeah, fridges so the problem or, with or, the or those, those ovens. They used to do fridges, ovens, kettles, High-end stuff, yeah. laptops, iPhones, tablets. They did, like, everything. Games. Okay. Yeah, everything. So, so how are you going to buy a fridge online? You can't buy a fridge online, bro. You really can't. A fridge, you've got to open the doors, you've got to look under the hood, you've got to kick the tires with a fridge. Seriously. But are you going to Dion Wyatt to buy a fridge? Um, I, maybe you were. Yeah, maybe you were. Now you wouldn't, of course. Now you'd go, yeah. to, you'd go to Hershey's. I back Hershey's. Love Hershey's. Yeah. Great customer service. Or great reputation. Or you just go directly into the Samsung store. <laughs> that's the thing stuck. Well, that's if you're buying a Samsung fridge. I suppose that's the point is that you want to compare the Samsung with the yeah. LG, with the AEG, with the Bosch. And you can only do that in so many places. Yeah. You know? I I hope that, that, that the, the small meubles, the small furniture chains, Tafelberg, Hirsch's and so on, will get some impetus from the demise of Dion Wyatt. I hope so. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's a terrible time in the economy. I still do believe that we're going to pull through this and we are going to be great on the other side. Okay. Um, um, All right, Gavin, okay. you have a fancy new phone, new looking phone, yes. that you're thumbing right now. Yes. What's, you... what's the deal, man? Vivo, oh. you have finally switched on to <laughs> Vivo. <laughs> well, you know me, I enjoy a good value phone. Everything above 6,000 Rand is extravagance as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, I mean, really, because you want to relate to the people. This is where the people are. The people are buying these phones. Vivo is one of the mega brands. It's a mega brand that no one in South Africa has ever heard of, except the geeks. The geeks know Vivo. And the cricket fans. Oh, okay, right, okay. The, the geeks know Vivo because it's part of a group called BBK Electronics that also has two other mega brands being Oppo, and one one plus, one plus yes. yeah so these are three phone mega brands that i think the biggest uh, second biggest market share in china after huawei and um, that means that they are massively well known globally they've done very well in other parts of the world but vivo which is sort of the entry level brand for them has just come to south africa its first two models are very affordable the first one is called the x91c i believe i think it's what it's uh, called yes. something like that and that is 1700 rand if i'm not mistaken the model i've got with me here right now is the x11 it's a slightly more upmarket model and this one is 2700 rand I've been putting it through its paces, feels great in hand, looks great. But you know, nothing unusual to recommend it. It's got the standard camera setup, it claims to have AI, all those things, just yeah. like every other phone in this price, except it has a 5,000 milliamp hour battery. Yeah, which, which is, is quite highly unusual. Yeah, quite <laughs> exceptional in a phone that's as slim and trim as every other phone in the category. 5,000 milliamp hours, I think, is the biggest biggest phone battery I've ever had. So, okay. uh, do you know of any phone with bigger battery than that? Uh, no. Didn't you have that, 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 that thing oh, yes, that we that laughed at the other thing time? thing that you could use as a hammer or as a weapon. Yeah. 
are. Okay, these extremely ruggedized phones. But of the normal slim and trim phones, 5,000 milliamp hour battery is the biggest I've ever had. So that's all very impressive. Other than that, I would have to say the phone spec is generally very average. The user interface is a little unusual. Lindsay was thumbing through it earlier. He's not thrown by things like that, but I'm more easily thrown by variations in how the interface works. Um, so that's what version Vivo. of Android is it running? Ooh, I think this is nine. Okay. I think it's nine. I'll look into it again. I can't remember. Um, the point is, Vivo is just another phone come to market, but it has the legs and it has the pockets deep enough to yeah. actually starve all the other contenders out of the market. All the newcomers who've arrived on South African shores, I'm not going to name them by name in case they feel slighted. I'm, I'm people I'm, with less clout. I'm going to say, I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> I know the you're going to say, it starts with a T. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> that you should be seeing a lot more of Vivo in places that you didn't expect okay. very, very soon. Sports endorsements? Yes, sports. Ah. There's going to be there's gonna be some of that. Um, okay. Cricket fans might be quite thrilled. We, we are heading into peak <laughs> cricket season. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's the Vivo brand. Look out for it. It's a massive a global brand done very, very well all over the world. Just arrived here, but it's always tough to get into the South African market. But you can take a chance on Vivo, I think. Yes. Okay. No, definitely. It's one of my recommendations to, to close bringing 19 it was one of my recommendations mm -hmm. and I think they're gonna do well um, from March uh, through to June you're gonna see some more flagship devices coming. oh I see um, and they might be a big player when it comes to 5g um, mm. handsets specifically mm. in this country yeah they've got a, a couple of nice ones in, in their lineup overseas and because they work well in India they should work well yeah <laughs> yeah, a similar kind of market demographic usage. Can I just cut over to one final mention of yes. CES? So CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, is this mega event. It's happened last week. Yeah, I think it involves something like 20,000 products and 5,000 stalls and all sorts of Nothing weird things. Nothing new like really this. launches there. Well, More concepty I mean, stuff. Yeah, people always pick out the fascinating bits like um, Bluetooth-driven dildos and electronic toilet roll holders yeah. and weird things but like that. But it's more like the industry comes together and it's a bit the yeah. backdoor deals or the background deals yeah, yeah. that enable all the technology sure, sure. The, that the, gets made. The front of house is just for consumers to go, gee, wow. Yeah. But I did spot one interesting product there. A company called TerraCube. TerraCube brought out a phone with a four-year, no-questions-asked warranty. So you take this phone at any time in four years, you can just send the phone back to them and go, oh, it's not working. And they will just send you a new one. And the idea being that they want to... Well, they want phones to last much longer. That ultimately has got to be good for the planet. It's very average spec, you know, 6.2 inch, uh, inch screen, 6 gig RAM, that kind of thing. Basic cameras, a MediaTek processor. But the point is, you can get the phone swapped out, no questions asked within four years, for the asking price, which is $280. I'm struggling to do the translation, the maths. $280 for the phone. It's about 4,000 Rand. Probably a little more by the time, if it were to get here. Yeah. But the point is you can have it swapped out, no questions asked, any time over a four-year period. That's hell of an impressive that's, that is That is very impressive. All right, but that's my last moving on, on uh, mm. Gavin, at CES as well, the Bluetooth people, the people who run the Bluetooth standard, were out in force, mm. introducing new, uh, what is it called? It's the Bluetooth, it's like a new high-end uh, mm. audio transfer right. for Bluetooth. Yes, 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 I did hear about this. Uh, yeah. So you have your, you are talking about Aptex I, voice. Can I, can I, can I, 
can I not talk about FTX? Okay. Okay. <laughs> the reason I don't want to talk about FTX is because I think it warrants a much deeper discussion for us. Because yes. I know that you're a fan of an, alter an alternate standard that, yeah. that competes directly with FTX. I'm a big FTX fan. It opt optimizes music and voice over Bluetooth. Um, which has always been a problem with Bluetooth yeah. that crushes the sound down in order to transfer it wirelessly and it may ends up sounding terrible at the other end. Aptex overcomes that. But Lindsay has an alternate standard called LDAC. LDAC, which is Sony's LDAC one done by Sony. But I mean, that's yeah. like, that's very like highfalutin sort of. Like... Okay, we'll discuss it on another show because if you're going to do wireless <laughs> music, you probably need to know about these standards. And we love good having Moving good on. old standard. Right. Yes. Talking about music quality, Gavin, mm. I believe that everybody should be on streaming services by now. Yes, yes. You believe that people still have massive music archives that they like to move around and you want yeah. to listen to your music collection over so, the air via cloud service using yeah. all of that data. So so this is this is a good topic. So over the years, I have had three different storage arrays, yeah. which we've filled up for a total of 12 terabytes. 12 terabytes of music, photos, and movies. Yeah. Okay, three different storage arrays we added into our home network. Right now, they're all switched off. Not one of them is switched on. We're just not using any yeah. of the 12 terabytes of <coughs> multimedia that I collected over the years. Because you can just get them more conveniently on streaming, on yeah. streaming services. So every now and then there's an exotic movie that's not available on any streaming service. I have to turn on the drive and then go and find the movie. Or sometimes it's a TV series that I want yeah. to rewatch from the past. It's a real pain in the ass. Um, but it did lead me into another place, which is what if they don't have the thing you want on the streaming service? Let's say it's an album by Miles Davis that's so obscure that none of the streaming services have it. That kind of happens yeah. a lot, especially with jazz and things like that. But you have this album, which you downloaded from an obscure source a long time yeah. ago, and you want to add it into your music collection. So, you know, with me, pretty much everything is now stored in the cloud. But for some reason, when you put your music in the cloud, your Windows PC doesn't want to pair it up with the music that's on your PC already. Yeah. So you end up with two different sets of music. One set that's in the cloud and one set that's on the PC. And you can't get the two to sync. This has been my experience using OneDrive. I suspect that Google Drive and Google Play might do a bit, not Google Play, Google, Google music. Play music, yeah. yeah. Play music might do a better job of this, so but I haven't tried So I can tried give it. you mm. a long answer and a short uh -huh. answer. <laughs> okay. So the long answer involves a product called iTunes Match. Okay. Which back in the day, you used to load all your music onto iTunes. And then if you mm. have an iTunes account, it would try and match. You could steal things in the cloud and it will try and match your sound library with what it has. I see. Yeah. If you've tagged everything correctly yes. and it recognizes yes. the music, right. Um, okay. So through that process, I think there are two songs that I know I cannot find on Apple Music. But if I do load it up, 
it is there in my personal cloud recommendation. Mm. So the nice thing about Google Play Music and Apple Music mm. is it respects the fact that you might own have your own music. Yeah. Yes, puts them together. Yes. Yeah. So what you have stored locally on your phone mm. or your, on your device mm. will allow you to make a playlist including that. Right. So you can you can combine. If you, in case you didn't yes. follow that, you can combine your own stuff, your own music MP3 yes. files that you've downloaded with files from the streaming service. Yes. You can put them together into a playlist and mix and match in that yeah. way. Yeah. But okay. the long answer, which is actually really enticing and I just put it together in my head now, is that through YouTube music, you could upload... Not a fan of YouTube music, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah the app needs work. Okay. It's okay. getting better, it's no, getting I just better. Can't see the point. I'm about uh. to kind of nudge my sister because I've now added her to my Google family. Mm -hmm. So she has access to YouTube Premium, mm. and then she has access to YouTube Music should she mm. need it. And I'm trying to nudge her in that direction. Like my daughter swears by YouTube Music no. now because that's her primary. But I cannot believe that YouTube Music could have a collection as large as Spotify. So why would you use it? It has a larger collection than Spotify. Through YouTube Music, you have access to pretty much everything. everything. So you but why would they put it on, on YouTube and not on Google Play Music? for example? Uh, because they're trying to, I think it's just they, they're harvesting what is already on YouTube Music. So you get a lot of people who can upload a, a music video yeah. and tag it as like a music file, as well as a music, like audio files. It just seems inefficient to, to listen to music through a video service. That's it's what I not can't a video, So it's a, the audio component of the video of service, the video which already doesn't make sense because so, now we so have what I'm saying yeah. is you can upload your Miles Davis yeah, yeah, yeah. recording but to, can you upload it as an audio track you can upload it as a YouTube <laughs> video I rest my case you can upload it as a YouTube video and then have it playback as an audio file and be able to playlist it amongst all of the other things okay with YouTube music you you drew you lost me at have you have uploaded <laughs> as a video because we've already had an <laughs> offline discussion about how onerous it is turning an audio track like overclocked yeah into a because video track like in a order to have it on YouTube freaking yeah podcast okay but even, but even a five minute song once you have video added to it it's like suddenly a hundred meg out of nowhere like yeah, for no it'll reason be, it'll be like 50 megs maybe yeah still who yeah. wants to upload a 50 meg song you've got a whole album full of them you know come on well, and first of all, you've got to make them into video files. Your first problem, oh, I'll have to download some software, and then I'll have to get the crack, and then I'll have to get the malware that came with the crack, and then I can upload the Miles Davis. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. Then you can I, I do it through KindaMaster or something, yeah, I mean, and you can I'm have the watermark there. You don't have to buy anything. You can use I'm the being free obtuse. version. I just cannot see but this YouTube is, music. I just this, cannot this, see it. This, this, is, this is the solution to your problem. No, it's not. No, no, no. The solution I liked was Google Play Music combining local hard drive music with cloud with, with streaming service yes. music but how can it combine my cloud file music well okay, I'll have to go home and test that yeah, out you're gonna if have I, to move your cloud so, files locally so if I had music on my hard drive I had music in Google Drive and I had Google Play Music service. Yeah. I want to combine those three. So I'm, I'm going to go I'll, home and check that I'll, out. I'll, I'll give it a try. Um, do you have a Google Play Music subscription? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't know why, but I do. No, then that's all good. That's all good. You go right. do that. Okay, so just, just for those who want to know what to do with storing their precious music in the cloud versus storing their precious music on their hard drive versus using a streaming service and how you can put those all together, we haven't yet found a, a great solution for this, but yeah. I'm, on the, I'm on the trail. Okay. Uh, Kevin, what's happening in your, on your side? 
Um, let's see. We have just done a shootout of all the best what we call true wireless headphones. Those are the two separate earbuds that come with no cables at all. You put one in each ear. You probably know Apple's version called the, uh, the AirPods. Yes. Uh, we've you just know. done a shootout of about seven or eight Did different you get great the AirPods pairs. Pro? Yes. Well, sort of. So I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not from the official source. Yes. Uh, um, Somebody's own personal. Yes. Thing. Okay. Uh, cool. And uh, how did you find? How did you find them? Very average, but then that was very predictable. Was it and on? Did you use it on an iPhone? Uh, yeah, no. But even so, it's just very average because they're always very average. I love the the trip idea that they've got in there to optimize. So the you didn't use the noise cancellation. Uh, no, but uh, I don't like noise cancellation generally. Uh, okay, but I don't want to get into this discussion. That's okay. the beauty the point of is, it. The point is we, sh we shot out a whole lot of different pairs. Uh, you can go and read all about that. I'm not even going to tell you who won the shootout. You can go and find out about it. It'll be online in two to three weeks from now. The magazine will be out two to three weeks from now and you can find out all about that. Um, I had one last thing to add. Yes, Lindsay wrote us a fabulous story about 10 most burning tech questions that everyone has. The questions change from year to year. Some of them are the same. Which phone must I buy? Uh, Can I still buy a camera? Is it worth it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must I buy a camera? Or must I get a bit of a phone for a camera in my phone? Um, these questions, uh, the questions remain the same. The answers change from year to year. Um, so if you want to find out what the 10 most burning questions are amongst tech readers and the answers provided by Lindsay with expert advice done in a very short format, do get the next copy of the magazine, which will be out in three weeks. Cool. Um, on my side, iPhone 11 review is up on that opinion guy on YouTube. Um, put pending up putting up a lot of other content on the website right now. Um, you can go to carshop.co.za as well. Mm. I'm contributing to a weekly tech column there um, now. And yeah, that's that's it from my side. There's a ton of stuff, interesting things coming this year. Uh, please check it out, thatopinionguy.co.za and sharpshooters on, at sharpshooters on Instagram, Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook, I think, also via that think. opinion guy. <laughs> um, and many you irons, can, many fires. We're also going to Samsung twice in the next few weeks. Yes, yes. Uh, the A events, so the A51 and the A71 is dropping next week. We, we like the A-series phones, frankly. Again, it's the affordable stuff. It's yeah. the best bang for buck in, in Samsung, yeah. And then I think that's also going to be Note um, Lite. Note ah. 10 Lite. Okay. So that we'll be getting as well. Mm -hmm. And then... The big, February the big 11th deal. is unpacked, which, yeah, which is, is the new the, S20, S11, whatever you want to call it. Which, I think we've. Yeah, even for someone who's not like a big fanboy like yeah. Lindsay, I must concede the S10 was a fantastic package. And I think the S20 is going to be even better. Actually. Yeah, as long yeah. as they solve the battery life issue and they upgrade the camera, I will be very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Cool. Bye. Over and out.